Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous movies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we're talking 2001's <laughs> Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Apparently it was soundtracked by Prodigy or something. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, but first. Oh, dear Lord, Steve. What do we got to drink? Ooh, uh, we got some beers right over there. Ooh, all right. So... In honor of the spaceman, we have coming in hop. <laughs> Get it? Coming in hop. It's a wheat IPA. Yep, from Talisman Brewing in Ogden, Utah. Yeah, he's playing Santa Francisco. It's four percent alcohol by volume. In uh, an effort Utah. to make, <laughs> in an effort to make beer not war, we decide to drop some hop bombs. Look out, we're coming in hop. This refreshing, well-balanced wheat base IPA is crisp and full and amazing of amazing citrus and pine hop flavor slash aroma. Sit back and enjoy this beer while we complete our mission of spreading hop love. Cheers. All right. <laughs> hop bomb, hop bomb, hop bomb. Hop bomb. My top. Ooh. Hey, it worked. All right, got it off. And the board. Yeah. Ooh. Nice uh, golden straw color already. A nice big white fruffy head. <laughs> so uh, fruffy. A little, little bit of haze. Obviously, being a wheat IPA, it gets a lot of that wheat haze. You're also gonna get some hop haze, hopefully. A lot of like, uh, yeah, like plenty of, like spruce notes and stuff on it. Mm-hmm. See, he's going in for the taste. And he's, he's, yeah, no, he looks like he's enjoying it. Yeah, it's like a bit of a, it's kind of like a hoppy uh, Hefeweizen. It's not an IPA, uh, I will give it that. It's <laughs> being 4% and it's not super hoppy at all. But yeah, it's like a hoppy Hef. Really? I'm getting a lot more hop off mine. This is quite hoppy for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it definitely has some, uh, some Hef. Half notes to it. Delightful beverage. I would recommend this. You know what, Talisman? We've had great beers from them. It's true. Oh my gosh. It's 2001's Planet of the Apes. Yes, from director Tim Burton. Who's he, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. I'm glad you asked, Izzy. Uh, He's the first time on our podcast, I believe. Uh, He's the director of Sleepy Hollow? He is! (laughs) As well as... Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, Batman Returns, Ed Wood, Mars Attacks, This, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Corpse Bride, Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows, Frank and Weenie, and coming soon, 
Dumbo. Uh, He's doing Dumbo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, after Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, everybody's just pining for him to spit out movies. No? He's... He's like M. Night, but for Hot Topic. Mm. <laughs> All right. Ask me what it means! Well, he may be wondering, uh, who wrote this movie? <laughs> You're in luck. Um, <laughs> uh, there are two writers. Uh, the first one, uh, William Broyles. Uh, apparently he wrote Apollo 13, and Entrapment, and Castaway, and Polar Express, and... Apparently everything else Tom Hanks has done in the last little while. The other's Lawrence Connor, who, uh... Oh God. The Legend of Billie Jean. Jewel mm-hmm. of the Nile. Mm-hmm. Superman 4. Star Trek 6. The Beverly Hillbillies. Mm. Mighty Joe Young, hey! Mm. And uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, so... Mm-hmm. Apparently he got a start in canon. Which kind of makes sense. Alright, also uh, starring Marky Mark. Back on our oh, podcast, yeah. I know we've missed him. <laughs> we missed him so. We must have done at least half his filmography at this point. No, we. He's only like two or three, maybe. Okay. Right. Yeah, we, like the happening. <laughs> Marky March. Marky. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, but also uh, Tim Roth, Helena Bonham Carter, Michael Clark Duncan, a whole bunch of people. Most of them you can't recognize because they have incredible makeup on. Can there be? Helena Bonham Carter has to just be in all the movies, doesn't she? Did I mention it was directed by Tim Burton? Are they married? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's why. I'm actually surprised Johnny Depp wasn't in this movie. Let's be real. I was going to say, I figured she either had to be married to him or Johnny Depp. (laughs) Let's see, 2001, he probably was going to be Thade, but then they realized he can't act without makeup on, so... No. (laughs) (laughs) He probably wasn't going to sit through the monkey makeup. Yeah. I'm sorry, ape. That's Dave. racist. How dare you, sweetie. But yeah, uh, Incredible Makeup by Rick Baker. It really is great makeup. It really is. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be a little cheesy. Um, no, you know what? I gotta say, all the eight movies, the makeup's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Some yeah. are better than others, but none of them are hokey. Like, all the eight knockoff movies are completely hokey, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So the movie starts. <laughs> We're in space. The final frontier. <gasps> uh, guess what? 2029? Yep, 2029. So it's, in, it's like 10 years from now? Yep. 10 years from the date of this recording. We're in space. We have a chimpanzee flying a spaceship. Yeah. But then something goes wrong. No! It's about to crash into an Earth that kind of looks like planet. But luckily, Marky Mark literally steps in the way. Wait, what? Oh. Training simulation. Uh, it's a simulator. They're at the uh, Space Force station <laughs> over on. Oh, Jesus. Space Force. No. And uh, we're introduced to Captain Leo, uh, Leo something. Hemsworth. Davidson, Danielson, something it like that. Matter. Marky his Mark. His name is Leo. It's Marky Mark. Marky Mark. It's Marky Mark. And his buddy Chimp. Um, what was the Chimp's name? Cosmo or something stupid like that? Oh, yeah. Simos? No, Simos was what Simos the... is Simos is what they were calling yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah his name's like Cosmo or something. Yeah, something. Uh, oh, no. Seamus was the, uh, is the, the ape who's causing trouble in the ape bay later. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. So Captain Leo, mm-hmm. uh, he gets a voice message from Earth because he's been gone for so long and all of his friends miss him. And when blah, you blah, coming blah, blah, blah. back, dude, this yeah. hot chick who keeps calling you, she's engaged your best friend, bro. It's so good. <laughs> when you coming back? <laughs> By yeah. the way, the hinting at that was that his basically his girlfriend left him for his best friend, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was it was just very awkward. It's like, well, you guys know I have a job, and wow, FaceTime really evolves in ten years. Or I don't. I think they left him a message, oh, yeah, and then yeah. they like shut up. So that was recorded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pre-recorded, like Event Horizon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> well, because you're so far away, it would never travel in time. You know the bad the lag. You know how bad the lag is between here and Canada. Yeah, well, the, yeah, it's true. They don't have the uh, the cell towers between orbit. Um, but yeah, but there's a disturbance near the, the uh, near the space shuttle or the space base. Uh, there's an electromagnetic storm. Let me go explore it, boss. Wait, no, we gotta send the chimp first. You know, no human testing. Oh, I never sent a, a monkey to do a man's job. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they send in the chimp. 
Basically, the chimp immediately disappears. Yep. <laughs> oh, shit, he doesn't know how to fly his plane! And then uh, Marky Mark's like, well, I'm going to go save my my buddy. No, we already lost $10,000 worth of equipment and a trained monkey. All right, now what are we going to do, guys? I'm going to turn my back on Marky Mark here. And, All right, uh, we need to do something. What's that? We need to see if... Oops. Wait, wait, is he launching a uh, pod? Another, another pod's already leaving? We can't afford to launch two pods. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> you, you think it'd be a, no, we can't do that. Lock button. <laughs> right? Or you, no would need some sort, you would need some sort of, like, gate code to get out. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Marky Mark goes rogue, <laughs> um, yep. and he gets sucked up into the electrical storm. By the way, is it just me, or do the little pods look like guppies? Like yeah. pregnant guppies. Yeah, they're like little little, uh, little, little metal guppies. space sperms or something. Little just kind of being shot out of uh, Space Force. <laughs> Which totally looks like the spaceship from... Um, the Slave no. One? Um, no, I was thinking the one where uh, all the poor people live on Earth and all the rich people live up on the spaceship. Elysium. Elysium. Looks <clears> like Elysium. It kind of looks like that, yeah. So you get sucked up into the Tesseract. Uh, comes out the other end and basically crashes into this planet. <gasps> It's a like, good thing it has oxygen. Luckily, it was pretty much the da- oh. the Dagobah system. You know, a little right. swamp slash forest in the middle of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, he crash lands into a pond, yeah. swims through the cleanest pond water I've ever seen. Yeah. That swamp water is super fucking clean, right? Right, and luckily he's not a scratch on him. Not, oh no, but his shirt is super torn up. No, but, yeah, well, the shirt protected him. His shirt him. is shredded. <laughs> I, I think he got scared and like accidentally flexed, and that's what <laughs> tore the shirt apart. It's too bad they, ha- they, uh, they did away with a lot. Plastic in the future. <laughs> Everybody wears bodysuits, but it's Elastic not flexible. doesn't work in space, sweetie. <laughs> Is it nocturnal? It yeah, only it, works it, at night? Exactly. <laughs> Gravity doesn't allow it to do its thing, you know. <laughs> Guys, tweet us with your theories on el- why know, elastic doesn't work in the future. That, that's why when you rub a ru- run over a rubber band with a vacuum, it doesn't work right. Oh, it doesn't work in a, in a vacuum. Yeah. Science! Nerd. Anyway. <laughs> Nerd! Uh, but luckily, as soon as uh, he gets out and, I assume, wipes the feces off of him... Um, Ugh, that pond water. He's dead already. He's uh, he's greeted by other people. Also, he had no leeches. He should have had leeches being in that pond. It's, it's a foreign planet, babe. They don't, that doesn't have to be leeches. I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure swamp water comes with leeches no matter what planet you're on. <laughs> if they found still water, like, just sitting on Mars, it would have leeches. Probably. Mm, Martian leeches. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he meets the people. Uh, but they're running. Running for Run! their lives, it would seem. Are it's... they running into the Mystic Night? Are they going to run until they get taken away? That's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, humans running, and then all of a sudden, boom, apes popping out of the trees, and... Ah! Fire, firing nets and yeah. hanging upside down and tossing children We're from tree to tree. Wearing and... battle armor. Yeah. Okay. The battle armor. The like the helmets. The... I'm not gonna lie. I fucking love the battle armor. Yeah. It's the chest amazing. plates. Oh yeah. Like, the with intro the... has the close up of it, but it's so good with the angry, the angry monkeys fighting each other. With like claws, almost like. Yeah. You know what it is? It looks. I, I love they did it because it looks very Roman Empire esque. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that was. This well, is a beautiful movie. Yeah, and the helmets are very Romanesque as well. Yeah. It's almost well. They're Roman Nazi. They're, they're like Pope Kaiser helmets, kind of. Yeah, Roman Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that one of them uh, kind of gypsies or is, oh Romy, R- Romy <laughs> Michelle? That's the one. Romanoff. <laughs> uh, but the the humans get rounded up. Uh, we're introduced to uh, General Thade, played by Tim Roth, who pretty much is the best part of this movie. Oh, he's the movie. best part of this movie. I mean, he is an awesome villain. Oh he, my god, and he just chews up the scenery in this. Oh, he does. I, and, and like, well, like the first thing he says, like, like Marky Mark's just kind of like looking at him weird, and they're like, that one looked at me. Right? And, and he like grabs Michael Clark Duncan's with like, get your damn, your hands off me, you damn dirty human. Yeah. And like kicks him or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. The humans are rounded up, and they're taken mm-hmm. into Ape City. And we're kind of closing in on, uh, uh, what's his name from Blade? Oh, Chris Christopherson? Chris Christopherson. Wh- Whistler? Whistler? Yeah, Whistler and his uh, pouty face daughter. Uh, they keep kind of getting, like, featured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they almost have speaking roles at this point. <laughs> they but, do talk. The humans oh. can talk in this, by the way, which yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the, problems with. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but... They weren't good um, enough actors to play at mute. Sweet. What did you think about uh, Ape City? 
Oh, Ape City's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I wrote down things like uh, hookah tans. Because <laughs> you got orangutans on hookahs. Oh, yeah. And a uh, little, little Martin Kleba, a little, uh, little, little person run around doing tricks like uh, like a monkey would there there's kids playing basketball quote unquote uh screaming death to humans as they pass by yeah and then we get the animal rights activist yes and yes. by animal rights i mean human rights activist yes good old ari played by <sighs> helena bottom carter so, something wrong babe <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she's basically zero from the other series but, like, without all the, like, class and education. Zira's classy. What, 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 Zira what's, also what's wrong is... with Ari? She's the daughter of a senator or something like that. So Zira is, like, Zira's, like, highly educated. Obviously, she's opened up plenty of humans. She knows exactly what's inside them. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, she's, like, a, Zira's, like, a lab technician who realized the testing on animals is wrong, and so now she wants to, like, redeem her rights. Fight the man from the inside. Exactly. But she, like, she actually wants to do some damage. Ari is, like, your mom's dirty hippie friend who smells like patchouli and doesn't shower and is just, like, She's the uh, spoiled hippie daughter of the senator. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it's hard to take her seriously because she hasn't done anything to be taken seriously. Like, free the humans, man. No. Give me one reason why. Because, like, they're humans, man. They can, like, think... Uh, show me. Well, I don't have any humans to show you. Just feel it, man. Yeah. Feel it. yeah. Uh, it's also at this time we're introduced to uh, basically the traitor of humans, uh, mm. played by Paul Giamatti. The um, second best thing in this movie. Yes. Oh yes. my god, this is like the role he was born to play. He's so good. Yeah, his name is Limbo in the movie, but really? I don't think I've ever heard that. I don't think I heard it at yeah. all. He's just the traitor. Yeah, yeah, Paul Giamatti. He's with, with with some makeup, orangutan makeup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, he's so good. He's so good. If they do another reboot, I want him in it because holy crap, he did this well. Like he got the walk down. He was oh, like yeah. the, doing the nose thing. Like oh, it was so good. And then he was just like being Paul Giamatti. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, he has like great lines in this. Like, <laughs> well, are these the humans that have been raiding the orchards? Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, our old method I used to use is you, you get one of them and put it on display, and the rest <laughs> tend to stay out. What, what was it like? Uh, like My grandmother had this yeah. old-timey yeah. fix yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so great. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. and he says like later, like, uh, the last thing you want in the house is a teenager human. <laughs> right, like, all right, pick out a little one, but get rid of it before it's a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's so good because because he just owns it. He knows exactly what movie he's in, and so he yeah. just plays it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he he's he's the racist monkey, so he's like <laughs> just being the racist monkey. He's the human traitor. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And there's a whole scene where like a little little girl, like a little daughter of a senator, is brought in to uh, pick a pet, basically. And so she picks. Isn't like, it Thade's daughter? Oh, that's right. It's like Thade's niece or something like that. Yeah, she came with Thade because then he like basically right. throws her at one point, and it's like, shit, man, that's your own flesh and blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Thade's niece or daughter or whatever like picks a little blonde girl that's uh, uh, Whistler's daughter. <laughs> not, yeah, not is it Whistler. Whistler's daughter or is it just Isn't like it? part of the tribe? I was very unclear why yeah. they were so attached to her. I, I don't know, but I didn't get that. She is, because Estella Warren later definitely says, like, I'm not leaving without my family, and so they have to go and get her. But see, I thought that was just so the whole tribe was the family. Oh, maybe. I, I, I don't know. It yeah, was really know. unclear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. They've been, yeah. But except only, like, for four little... of them made it. <laughs> mm, spoiler! <laughs> oh, yeah, but anyway. Uh... Oh, and uh, to to make sure, you know, they know who's, who's human it is, they get branded. They do get branded. With, uh, what a appears to be a chicken foot like a little oh, yeah, chicken, it's 100% foot chicken foot yeah <laughs> or is it a triton i don't know it's chicken uh, yeah, but yeah like a trident or whatever yeah that might be too but uh but ari uh also offers to buy marky mark and estella warren as a pair because she's going to prove that they can be trained yeah and takes it back to her house where she has numerous slaves or her dad oh. does yeah her dad does yeah including uh eric Havari, someone i'm Try and interview on this podcast oh. if he'll come and join us. You mean the house slave? Yes, the house slave <laughs> from. Uh, you may know him from movies like The Mummy and Stargate. But yeah, they're having a a little dinner party 
a great time to debut your new slaves. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. What if I'm a bad slave? I won't know what I'm doing. Uh, just just take these plates out. I mean, they're being followed around by um, the, oh, there's the big gorilla who's Ari's, like, who's Ari de- Ari's dad puts in charge of her. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's played by Shang Tsung. Yes. Uh, Kari, Kari, Kuki, Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. But, uh, yes. yeah, I forget his name. But he's, like, a former general. Now he's basically yeah secret service for the senator's yeah. daughter. He's keeping a close eye on all the new house slaves. He doesn't trust him. Yeah. Nor should he. No, not at all. And he shouldn't trust Ari one bit either, nope. which he doesn't. I gotta say, his character, I did actually really enjoy in all this, too. He's very quiet, but his, they, his character's right the whole way through. Like, yeah. he's there to serve the senator and protect the senator's daughter, and he does whatever it takes. It doesn't matter what it is. He's That's his job. Yeah. yeah Even if she makes terrible choices, he is there to make sure she's safe. Yeah. And the, the conversation at this dinner party, it's all politics and talking about, oh, humans should just be castrated. They're they're spreading around like rabbits. And just oh, and there's a long conversation the about how one of the uh, orangutans can't get it up until he's in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that, okay. So yeah, that that couple, uh, very large orangutan and a chimpanzee played by uh, uh, what's her name, Eva Marie, the really skinny chick that's in all the Tim Burton movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were probably the most annoying there. <laughs> I think it was that I think their characters were. I'm stretching here, but I think their characters are supposed to represent like how out of touch the elitists yeah. were from like the the world they live in yeah just just common sense kind of stuff yeah yeah uh but but Thade is also there yeah and uh Ari's you know when they're talking about castrate his father is not well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does mention that a couple times but, uh, but everything he says is very intense pass the peas <laughs> it's like I would like some butter <laughs> no <laughs> uh Thade you don't need to be sniffing in my ear here is the butter. Please enjoy. I would like to see a dinner party with Stephen Bay. Because <laughs> Steve is so hard to, like, ruffle feathers of. And Thade, I think, is just always perturbed. <laughs> oh, who ate all the stuffing? Um, I had a fair amount of stuffing. Would you, would you care for the remainder of my plate? Yes, thank you very much! Um, but I'm going to drink your wine. <laughs> Good, I have to drive home tonight! <laughs> I'm the designated driver! Oh, you sound like the designated driver right now. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But, but yeah, Ari's totally like, oh, you know, the humans have a soul and all that, blah, blah, blah. And then Thade, like, instantly, like, trips Marky Mark, opens up his mouth, and is, like, staring down his mouth. Like, I don't what, see what do you say? Is there a soul in there, buddy? Ah, so ah. In that scene, you can see Marky Mark's filling. Yeah. <laughs> so that couldn't have been comfortable. I was like, oh, I didn't realize he had a filling in his back tooth. Yeah. I feel like this is knowledge I don't need to know. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then we get a scene where Ari like leaves the table, like she's lost her appetite, and so Thade goes after her and is basically like, "Have you considered my proposition?" Turns out Thade's <sighs> totally in love with Ari. Uh, he just wa- he just wants to be uh, in the senator family. It's true. Yeah. I think he also like. You know that weird... Th- well, I think it's that, like, the one thing he can't have is yeah. the one thing he wants. Like, the fact that her, her father is a powerful senator... His dad is, too, though. So he's already in a senator family. Yeah. yeah his family's, like, practically holy people. Yeah. Because, uh, as we find out later, he's he's evolved from the first apes to rise up against the humans. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, so Thade leaves... No, no. That's right. Okay, Marky Mark... Uh, breaks all the humans out of the little cage in the kitchen. Yeah, and the, ha- the house slave is like, oh, we can't do this. We can't go. Yeah, and he's basically like, well, if I leave, they're going to kill you anyway, so you might as well come with us. He's like, all right, good point. Fuck, he's right. <laughs> uh, but of course, Estella Warren, she's like, no, i got to get my family first. Family. Oh, that's right. Thade leaves because uh, uh, one of the like uh, guards basically is like, oh, we have something we need to show you, blah, blah, oh, blah. yeah. And so that's why he bounces. And so then the guards take him out to the crash site where the uh, ship is. Yes. And this proves humans have intelligence. That's right. And then Thade's like, you've told no one else, right? No. Yeah, no, we came straight to you as, as, as instructed. Like, excellent, excellent, excellent. 
And then, he, and then he pulls out those fucking blades that look like swastikas. Yeah. Yeah, they're ba- they're basically ninja stars. Yeah. Giant, giant ninja stars. He's just holding his hand. And then he just ah! beats the shit out of them and kills the, both both of the guards. Ape killed ape. Ape definitely killed ape. By the way, apes seem to kill a lot of each of apes in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that ape, 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 ape no violence. kill ha- ape is definitely not a rule in this particular society. How much more intense would this movie be if that was like also a rule in this society? That then they'd also have to like explain how two apes were murdered. Uh, would would the plot be more interesting? Cause I feel like we're making this movie sound more interesting than it kind of was. It kind of is, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It might have been an interesting point, but then again, it's just a lot more talky-talky when it actually That's comes true. up. It's just like, oh, he's done this, this, and this. Like, yeah. You know, later on, like, spoiler alert, they declare martial law and stuff like that. It's like, all right, it's too late. I already have all the power. Suck a dick. He's a bag of dicks. Yeah, I killed, I killed, like, everybody. <laughs> you thought it was natural causes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's at this time we come to probably the most famous scene in this movie sexy ape foreplay uh, yeah 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 the old orangutan and her, his hot chimp wife about to go get it on yeah this is where we learn <laughs> yeah. this is where we learn apparently none of the apes in ape cities have doors and they yeah. all live in the same apartment complex yeah, right this uh, doesn't really make a lot of sense not, right not really yeah there, there's like no doors um and yeah they this is where uh, Marky Mark and the the Funky Bunch, the humans, are chasing behind them. <laughs> I want to call them that from yeah. now on. In this movie. So the Funky Bunch, they're just running through this apartment complex, and they interrupt yeah. sexy time. In the mm-hmm. next room, there's like a guy putting on a, a orangutan, putting on a toupee or whatever. And he's taking his toupee off for the night. Oh, that's right, that's right. No one can ever know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just running through, like not even having to open a door or a yeah. beaded curtain or anything. Nope, nothing. Everybody's doors are wide open. They end up in the room. In Thane's daughter's room, or niece, oh, oh, or whatever. That's, that's right, and they get the the little blonde. They get chick. the little girl out, and just as they get out of the apartment, they like hear some guards coming, so they're kind of hiding, and then out jumps Shang Tsung. Yeah, know, call that. and they're like, oh no, and it's, and then uh, of course wherever Shang Tsung is, that's where Ari is, and yeah. Ari's like, you have to come back to the house. They'll kill you if they catch you. Marky Mark says, "Help me, and I'll show you something that'll change your world." Oh, and I'm yeah. immediately thinking Boogie oh, Nights. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> you want me to show you something that'll change your world? <laughs> so they're about to escape the city and get into the, this tunnel system. Um, but they have to go through basically like a training area where Michael Clark Duncan is. And it's the, like the, 20 the, gorillas. The gathering area for the troops, apparently. Yeah. And it's like... 10 feet they have to or maybe 20 feet they have to walk across to get to the tunnels yeah anything like that nobody else knows about apparently yeah and you would think something like if they were kind of quiet about it or whatever they might be able to get away yeah but instead they're just running and you know the you know the music's really loud i don't know I, but it just seems like they're they weren't trying loud. to be quiet and of course michael Clark duncan is like hey Hey, what are you humans doing back there? Humans! Ah! Humans! And the the other girls were just kind of standing around, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, nobody does anything. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, basically, uh, Chris Christopherson, the, the dad, he's basically like, all right, you guys go, I'll slow him down. He yeah, does not really no. slow him down one bit. Well, I mean, he slows their blades through the air. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> by catching all of them. <laughs> by the way... Apparently, there's a secret tunnel system nobody knows about, only 10 feet from where everybody trains. Nobody sees the humans go into it, so they don't know where they've, they've gone. So now they're going to shut the city down to look for them. Yeah. Except for, they just disappeared into a door, like, six yeah. feet from where Christofferson died. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, uh, we can't go after them. Why not? They're right there. I don't think... I think we're supposed to believe they didn't see them go in that door. Oh, that's... So they don't know that door That's ridiculous. I, I don't care if they're nearsighted. Because, <laughs> like, the whole thing is nobody's supposed to know about that tunnel. So I don't think they know... They're not supposed to know it's there, except mm. for... Yeah, this... That seems so laid out so poorly. Yeah, but, uh... But basically, they take the tunnel. Uh, Marky Mark takes them to the crash site. And this is where we find out apes are afraid of water. Mm-hmm. They can't swim. They drowned. And so, uh, Marky Mark... Dives down into the swamp to, How to shit. Humans hold their their breath. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't even give him a chance. He was yeah, down right. there for like four seconds. And, and apparently Stella Warren didn't know the answer, so just to be safe, she dove down in there too. 
Yep. And of course, she stumbles upon some ape corpses. <gasps> Two ape corpses! It's the, it's the guards that Thade killed and dumped in the swamp. And then apparently. she gets tangled in a piece of seaweed in the middle of the swamps. Something. And then Marky Mark has to save her. Yeah, but he also uh, got down to a ship and grabbed his gun and his messenger. Yeah, he, his, his, his little palm control. pilot, basically. His remote control. <laughs> he got the remote. His his beeper, and so he gets out. He's like, "All right, this will take this will." Oh, it looks like the ship's already here, waiting for us. Oh okay. shit, they're here! They're looking for me. Looks like it's about a day and a half from here. Let's start heading this direction, and then oh, that's the desert. And then surprise, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Hey, I, I thought mean, you guys would come back here. I'm gonna kill all the males. The females I can auction off. That's right. <laughs> Uh, but luckily, Marky Mark pulls out his gat. Yeah. <laughs> and fires it a couple times, showing me means business. <laughs> and then Paul Giamatti's like, oh, on second thought. But yeah, ba- basically, they put the handcuffs on uh, Paul Giamatti. Mm-hmm. And then Shang Tsung basically grabs the gun, slams it against the rock, yeah. and destroys it. <gasps> that was going to save us. I never really got that part as a kid. Where it was so, like, so in watching it this time, uh, you know, uh, Marky Mark is like, that was going to save us. And I think what it was supposed to be is the guns are bad. Like both, both, uh, Shang Tsung and Ari are like, that can't save us. It can only, it only causes only destruction. Causes death. Yeah. Only death and destruction. Cause don't worry. Another one's going to come up. It's true. Yeah, we're getting there. <gasps> uh, basically Thade is in town and basically he wants to, uh, find Ari but in exchange uh, he basically tells Ari's father that like give me absolute power and I'll bring back your daughter safe and sound and he's like sure martial law it's all yours now Thade oh hey Thade your dad needs you yeah yeah like the exact moment like someone steps <laughs> I'm in kind like, of in the middle of something <laughs> like, like, like yeah that's right he like hops on his horse he's like just about to pull out of town and somebody's like Thade 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 uh, your dad wants to chat uh, and so he's like uh, okay fine all right cool cool and so uh bros before hoes <laughs> and so then oh my god babe thade's dad yeah played by charlton motherfucking heston yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> so good right yeah so good uh, and basically what does thade's father have to say on his deathbed well that he's dying and that humans are smarter than than they think and their family arose from Seamus, the the ape who freed them from the humans, destroyed all the humans, they thought. And so their bloodline is to destroy all the humans. Crack open my vase over there. There's a boom boom weapon in there. It's mass destruction, but it's proof that the humans are smarter than we think they are. Also, go kill all this damn dirty humans. Yes! Damn them all to hell! Oh my god, his death scene... So good. It's fucking fantastic. So fucking good. But yeah, basically, uh, yeah, breaks the vase, pulls out Newsy. Um, and yeah, it's like, oh, it's a, it shows that their, their powers through their ingenuity. And they will just make these weapons and you have to stop them. And they can't get to Kalima. 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 And, and, and I, I just love that uh, the president of the NRA is talking about how guns will end apes. Uh, so... <laughs> So we got to the Forbidden Zone. Alky Mark and the Funky Bunch have just arrived. The, the ape scarecrows. Yeah. Which, I'm not going to lie, looked great. This movie is very visually pleasing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's it's a sight for the eyes. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a sight for the ears. Or the mind. It's a sight for the coffee. Why, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I look like I just say stupid shit all the time. <laughs> so they get to the river. They do. They have um, to cross the river, but there's an ape encampment there blocking the way. Holy shit, how did they get there before they did? Apparently. Oh, those apes are apparently posted there all the time. Because ah, remember, the general's going to ride up. Well, yeah, but the general rides up like two minutes later. Well, I guess he was on horseback. That yeah. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, he's on horseback, so he rides up. Who's in charge here? Oh, uh, well, the, that would be me. Trick I, question, I'm in charge, motherfucker. Oh, shit. We, we've been here for like five <laughs> years. Can we come back to Ape City yet? We're no. Gonna, we're kind of getting some of the, yeah, the, the desert psychosis. No, nobody tries to cross the river here in the Forbidden Zone. Why are we even encamped here? Just in case. Apes don't swim, and humans are too stupid to. You're here on the outskirts to protect us from the land of the squirrels. All right, fair point, fair point. We do get a lot of squirrels. The giant fire-breathing squirrels. They're of, delicious. Of Kalima. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, basically, um, at night, the Funky Bunch get down in there. 
they they take, steal some horses, steal some horses, and just go running through the camp as loudly yeah. as possible, setting shit on fire. Marky Mark, scene. Marky Mark even sets Michael Clark Duncan's temple tent on fire. Yeah, where he's praying to Seamus. That's right. Which I'm not gonna lie, I do appreciate that. Like they kind of kept reinforcing the like that the the, the, the Seamus religion. was basically yeah like their was was their Jesus. Yeah, well, they kind of have to mm-hmm. to really push. To put the ending in place. Yeah, but yeah. I appreciated that they even did that. That they yeah. just dropped the ending on us. Because this feels like a movie where they could have just dropped the ending on us. <laughs> they, they were, I mean, you know, like many of the other Planet of the Apes movies. You just kind of drop an ending on you. <laughs> or drop an ending off the side of a pier into the water because it was shot eight times. Mm. <laughs> Hashtag child murder. These movies are wrought with child murder. Right. Oh, yeah, so so yeah, they take the horses across the river, mm-hmm. and uh, basically uh, Michael Clark Duncan gets back um, and tells Thade, and Thade's basically he's so fucking enraged he just climbs again, jumps all <laughs> over, and then jumps on his horse. He throws and he's a monkey tantrum. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> he does it so well. Oh, I know it's so ah, good. The rope work and everything. Yeah, uh, it is, it's fantastic. And then he's basically like, "All right, we're taking all the army. We're going to Kalima." We are going to kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> we are done. We are not fucking around. So uh, so the Funky Bunch arrive at the, the ruins of Kalima. Basically, that's where Marky Mark's uh, beeper is taking him. <laughs> His GPS is taking him. He's like, wait, this doesn't make sense. It says hmm. the ship's right here. These these ruins, they look vaguely spaceship-shaped, don't they? Wait a minute. They're thousands of years old. What? No. And they go inside, start looking around. He's like, I know this place. And he starts touching a couple walls and stuff. And, of course... Placard on the wall. Oh, yes, yes. That has dust on it. And all you can read is Ka-li-ma. And they wipe it off. Caution. Live animals. This is my shit. This is the ape enclosure. (laughs) This is where Seamus freed everyone. Wait. Seamus? Wasn't that the name of the ape who used to give my ape some shit back in the cages? Dun, dun, dun. So he, yeah, he hits the go button on his little uh, iPod and everything starts <laughs> the fuck up after th- thousands of years. Not one single light bulb has God, like burned out. The most unbelievable part of this yeah. movie. I believe that oh. apes can take over the planet. I don't believe that they need technology. Well, you see, it's nuclear power, so it's supposed to last forever. Hmm. Hmm. But we also have giant fuel tanks that will come into play later, but they're not hmm. nuclear. Because they don't last forever. Mm. In fact, they last a surprisingly short amount of time for one of the tanks being really full. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Mm. Uh, but yeah, but basically, uh, yeah, turns everything on, and then he gets basically the event horizon message that's left yeah. for him. Uh, basically, it's his uh, the the former commander it wasn't left of the ship. For him, it well, was... it was it was left as an SOS for anybody yeah. that could get we it. We went looking for for Doctor Marky Mark. Can't find him. Apes! Seamus is broken out! Can't stop the apes! But yeah, basically it's message, uh, apes took over the ship. Seamus led them. Yeah, Seamus led them. Uh, so Marky Mark walks outside of the ship and he's, oh man, this is all my fault. Yes, they went looking yeah, for you it, it because totally you went Marky rogue. <laughs> because you took all the pods. You and your monkey took all the pods. Yeah, you killed thousands of people, Marky Mark. Congratulations, you ended the planet. Yep. And on that note... Thousands of other people show up. It's all the humans from like Ape City or a whole bunch of tribes or all something. All the tribes. They're gathering because of you. How did they fucking find out? Right? Yeah, okay. Who That's told them? Even as a kid, I was like, where the fuck are all these tribes coming from? I'm like, oh, where to spread around? How? I've been in town like 12 hours and I've been running all that. Anyone who knows I exist is here with me right now. Right? Have and you anybody, guys been texting? Anybody who doesn't know it. Everybody, and half the people who know I exist have already been murdered. You're trending on Ape Twitter. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but, uh, so the army approaches, um, and Leo's basically like, all right, everybody, everybody get out of here. You mean Marky Mark? Yeah, uh, yeah, brother. Marky Mark says, hey, everybody, uh, I'm gonna need you all to leave, um, cause we're all gonna die, and I don't want you all to die, I don't know what I'm doing here. But we're gonna die if we go back to where we came from. This what? has to be our what? final fight. What? No. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, you, this you is can it. Just, you can just you're the co- you're the second coming of humans. What? No. Yeah, you're God's gift to humans. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> How's your mother? 
you don't talk about her. And Ari goes to Thane is basically like, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll marry you if you just let the humans go." Let let those humans go. They're let my people go, and I'll fuck you. And of course, Thane says, "Oh yeah, sure. We'll just let him go three. Huh? Let me uh, let me see your hand there real quick." My hand is yours in marriage. I'm just gonna grab this uh, branding iron here. <laughs> oh my god, what are you doing to my hand? I had a beautiful hand. You like your humans? You can go die with them. Leave me, bitch. <laughs> you done chose that underwear model. Get the fuck out of my tent. It does look better in underwear than you do. You have to admit. <laughs> By the way, they still the the rogues the uh, the the funky bunch still have uh, Paul Giamatti with them. They still do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's right. And when they're crossing the river, the apes he are trying to kill to, him. He's like, no, no, I'm on your side. He I'm tries a prisoner. To go, he tries to go turn himself into the the gorillas, and is like, hey, they took me prisoner. And then they start shooting him, and he's like, oh fuck this shit, I'm going across the river. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I love Paul Giamatti in this so much. Yeah. When um, we interview him, can we ask him all about this oh, movie? Oh, absolutely. I want to ask him about this and later in Lady in the Water. Yeah, this, Lady in the Water, and uh, Shoot him Up. That's yes, basically that's, all we're going to we'll talk cover about. It. Oh, and maybe his upbringing. Yeah. Brief, how he briefly. Got, how briefly. we got into this. How did you get into Shoot him Up? <laughs> tit for tat. <laughs> no tit for tat. <laughs> Coming next week. Anyway, love that fucking movie. So the Funky Bunch are there at the ship, and uh, Marky Mark realizes... Oh, look at this. Looks like one of the fuel cells are full. I got an idea. I got an idea. By the way, his idea is fucking stupid looking at the state of the ship. Thousands of years old anyway, guys. Yeah. Thousands yeah. of years old. So, so his plan is mm. basically just to go out, start a fight, have the apes come in, kill, I don't know, half of the people, but just mm-hmm. lure him in, get him close to the ship, and then blast him with Fire the thrusters. The rocket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this happens. This happens. It works. We do this. Marky Mark almost gets killed because there's a kid who's like 10 who wants to be part of the fight yeah. and his horse has a heart attack but then mis- miraculously recovers. Yeah. Uh, Marky Mark's almost killed. They fire the thrusters. Thousands of apes are slaughtered. Yep. And then like, oh, it emptied real quick. Like, if that was a thruster, what, shouldn't it have lasted like more than 12 seconds? Eh, it's thousands of years old. Those fuel gauges aren't reliable after oh, that many hours. Oh, it's like when the fuel tank sticks on full, mm-hmm. but then you like yeah. turn it on, run it for exactly. about 20 minutes. And... You know how old cars are unreliable? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, honey, thousands of years old. What do you think it'd be like if we fired up a Greek chariot right now? Yeah. You really think it'd be in great running condition? Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, but, okay, so they all get blasted with a thruster. Mm-hmm. All those apes are dead, right? Yeah, yeah, they're just like Wrong! Because we have a big battle after this. Oh, and the humans run out and go beat them with their clubs. Yeah. And then they jump up and join the battle again. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, it was like, oh, some of their hair got singed or something. That's like it. It it might as well have been like a, a, oh my God, one of those, uh, the concussion grenades or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much all it was. It was a smoke bomb. It was like, oh, oh, I'm a little disoriented. Oh, stop hitting me with your club, human. All right, now I got my weapon. Now now we can fight. It was the weirdest looking. Anyway. There is the great ape battle between yes. uh, be, between Ari's Shang, oh yeah Shang Tsung and uh, <laughs> and the general Michael Clark Duncan yeah, yeah. Uh, and like it's so good because they're both like warriors and you believe they're both warriors very good little fight I ever had a Thade stabbed a dude to death with his helmet yeah he that did was fucking <laughs> dude brutal. Thade very literally goes ape shit in this battle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Thade's like destroying things. Then he gets yeah. to Marky Mark, and they fight. Marky Mark gets like knocked to the fucking ground, and Thade's just about to fucking end him when all of a sudden <laughs> there's an explosion in the sky. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and a spaceship comes Seamus. down. It's the second coming of Seamus. Yeah. Everyone stops. Everyone stops. The humans are like, oh, fuck. It turns out their religion was right. Let's give up all our gods. Yeah, right. <laughs> all the soldiers are like, shit, All the shit, soldiers are like, oh, shit, pray. we were right. What is happening? Is this the rapture? 
it le- lands, opens and again, up. I, what I love about this scene is that same general who we've seen praying, who we've seen, like, he is a warrior for Seamus. C- he doesn't even really seem to work for Thade. He will put Seamus above Thade. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And he's just like, you can just see, like, it's crazy. You can see the joy through his makeup. Yeah. He's just like, it's Seamus! Seamus! Seamus has Seamus come! has returned! I get to see the coming of Seamus! Yes! Spaceship opens up. The guppy piss spaceship opens up. Yep. <laughs> And, and it's it, Cosmo! It's Cosmo! It's Marky Mark's little chimp! Um, and of course everybody's like down on their knees like, Oh, Seamus! Seamus yeah. has returned! And Marky Mark just walks right up. He's like, hey buddy, I how's take your it mother? Back. Most unrealistic part of this that any of those gorillas would let him anywhere near yeah. their deity. It'd have been like, on your knees! <laughs> yeah, it would, this is for them literally letting Osama Bin Laden go talk to Jesus. <laughs> yeah as far as they're concerned <laughs> he's there to take down their it, yeah. entire civilization as far as they're concerned and then Seamus is their deity <laughs> yeah and I love how, how, how he like basically takes Cosmo or whatever up on his shoulders like alright let's go t- explain evolution to these monkeys and then he goes inside the ship why does he go inside the ship with a monkey I don't know there's no reason for it he goes in there yeah. and he basically goes into the cockpit yeah he's basically was going in there I think to turn everything on and like show uh, you know Thade or whoever would listen like what happened but of course Thade's having none of that shit yeah Thade's gonna kill them both yeah. he's like I don't even care if that's the deity like this is fucking up my plans yeah yeah he goes in there oh we fucking pimp slap Seamus across the room oh, so sad. Or, or Cosmo whatever it's so sad yeah, uh, but Michael Clark Duncan's just outside, like, waiting yeah. for everything to go down, because he's still like, oh my god, Jesus went in the, the ruins of Kalima, right? I need to stand well, out and here. And no one's supposed to enter Kalima, which again yeah. is, they did well with his character, his character's acting appropriately. He's not supposed to go in these ruins. Yeah. So he's waiting, but he's like, but the deity's here, so I guess it's okay. I guess it's cool. I mean, you... well, I've never entered before. But Thade's just whooping Marky Mark's ass. Oh, and... as he should. Yeah, and gets the gun. And so now it's yeah. like, whatever. It, but, but it's at this time, like, uh, Ari's come in, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Clark Duncan's come in, yeah. and they're basically seeing what's going down, and they're like, oh. Humans made all this. We used to keep apes. Yep. We crashed the ship here, and that's what, you know, sprung forth your civilization. Yep. And then it's like, no, fuck this. Grabs the gun, points at Marky Mark. Marky Mark puts his hand in a little thing, locks him in the control bay. Yeah. So you start, and oh, this, this scene was just rough. Like, as a kid, like, he's just shooting the gun. It's like bouncing off the thing. I'm like, oh, it's going to ricochet and hit Thade, right? and that's going to kill him, right? That's the only way he can, this can end for him. He just keeps firing and firing and jumping <gasps> no, all around. Ah, give us that ah, satisfaction. Ah. Oh, also, but, that hand, those handprint things don't work when they're brand new. That's yeah. not working a thousand years yeah. afterwards. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. But also, like hard drives fail all the time. See, how's, what's the longest oh, you've had a hard drive? It hasn't had an update in 12 minutes. So it can't work now. <laughs> that would have been the best part. He was like, "Close the door. <laughs> update loading. <laughs> Please reboot the Wi-Fi." <laughs> Shit. Does anybody remember the password? <laughs> the password was guessed the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But but Thade's locked in there, um, and basically the last you really see of him is he's basically just sitting in a corner. I, it's weird because he he like starts out kind of seething, just so fucking yeah. infuriated that he's been locked in here and bested by this dumb human, and then he also kind of looks like a chimpanzee in a zoo, mm-hmm. like he's just sitting. Yeah, in a you corner, can kind like, of see the fear face, too. So. Yeah, it's it's just the weirdest. Like, like oh, goddamn! Tim Roth is actually acting through all that he makeup. He acts the shit out of this. Yeah. So yeah, so, that's done. So Marky Mart introduces Zeus to the apes. Yeah. And uh, Ari takes Seamus, who like is like his leg broken or something like that. He's injured. Um, After but, getting pip slammed across the across the spaceship. Yeah. And then there's the uh, the touching moment between Marky Mark and Ari, and they kiss. And I'd like, like you to stay. Uh, because he's going to take Spaceship back to his homeland. Uh, but but he just he just isn't into ape girls. No. And so he goes over to Estelle Warren and kisses her. Mm-hmm. And then he just fucking hops in the spaceship and bails. Maybe he'll come back? Not likely. <laughs> and so he uh, goes back and flies out into space, goes into the electrical storm, basically figures, if I go back through here, I'll come out on the other end back on Earth, yeah. right? That's how it works. Flies from Saturn to Earth in seconds. Seconds. He's coming in hot. Yeah, coming in hot. Uh, Over Washington, D.C. Air, air traffic controls, like, guiding him in. Like, here, identified yeah. aircraft. Please we, we, rent yourself. 
We see the Washington penis. <laughs> yeah, we see the Washington Monument. Um, and he crashes right in the middle of the wall, the mall of Washington, D.C., like right the off the reflecting pool, pool and right yeah. at the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. And he survives this somehow. He does. Don't ask, don't ask But he jumps that. out. His, his ship is completely wrecked. It is on fire. He jumps out. He turns around, stares up at, sorry, Lincoln Monument. And what did behold him? General Thade. Ape Lincoln. Ape. Ape fucking, fucking Lincoln. Lincoln. With a message about General Thade saving us from humans from or something invasion, like that. From the human invasion, wiping them from this planet. Yeah. And saving then, us from the false prophet pretending to be Seamus. Yeah. And then at that time, cops and everything show up and they're all ape cops. <laughs> And, and reporters <laughs> coming next week. And be, cap. <laughs> and because apparently crashing at the mall in Mill, Washington D.C., everybody's there in about fourteen well, seconds. Yeah. Steve, if something, <laughs> if a spaceship crashed on Washington Monument and and Lincoln Memorial, everybody be there in like. They're 10 not gonna, well, say they're not going to be at Lincoln's feet. <laughs> they're already there, babe. They're there right now recording protests. That's probably true. But yeah, so it ends like a fucking Twilight Zone episode. Fade to black. Roll credits. Planet of the Apes. Fuck this movie scene. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like it. I mean, I, I definitely like parts of it. Some of it is really stupid. But, and and the ending, whatever. The ending is fitting of all those 70s movies. Ape Lincoln? Ape Lincoln. Ape Lincoln? Crying Caesar statue. Ape Lincoln. Ape Lincoln. Ape Lincoln. The planet blew the fuck up. Ape Lincoln, Steve. Child murder. <laughs> Ape Lincoln! Mama. Ape Lincoln. There's reasons for all of that. This Ce- is some Caesar's fun. heel turn. Ape Lincoln. <laughs> Bashing the governor's skull into the steps. Only if you watch the right version. That's right. Otherwise he lets the governor go. Oh, sorry, we just spoiled every single one of the Apes movies we've Ape been listening. Lincoln. You blew it up! <laughs> you blew it all to hell! So, babe, would you recommend Planet of the Apes 2001? It's hard, because there are some really good parts. And the parts that are good are really good, but overall, this is not a good movie. Yeah. And there are parts that are very difficult to watch. It's true. Usually when Marky Mark's talking. Oh. Or a still one. Okay, the apes in this movie, fucking amazing. The apes are great. The humans cannot Awful. fucking stand them. Awful. The only one you like is Whistler, and he gets killed off soon. That's <laughs> true. And even he's not terribly... They don't give him a chance to be terribly likable in this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts. What? And what we learn from Planet of the Apes. Ape Lincoln. <laughs> Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies on your radio, phone, computer, television... Or record player. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking? You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. 
Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. Ah, Steve. I feel like I'm just too sober to dissect this movie any further. <laughs> well, let's remedy that. <laughs> we have, from Rogue Brewing, a very special edition ale. Ooh. This is the Charlie 2018 Strong Ale. Yeah. This is from the 2018 Homebrewers Conference, American Homebrewers Conference. It is 7.8% alcohol by volume, 100 IBUs. Ooh, it even has a 17.7 Play-Doh and... 22 degrees. Okay. I wish I knew more things about this. Brewed using eight ingredients. Weyermann Pale Ale. Bark Munich. Sorry, it's a really tiny lettering and it's dark on dark. Carahel and Cara Munich Malts. Idaho 7 and Chinook Hops. Pac-Man Yeast and Free Range Coastal Water. Nice. Let's see. Dedication to the book that started it all. In, our, in honor of Charlie Papazan and his extraordinary contributions to craft beer, brewmaster John Mayer has been brewing versions of Charlie's Strong Ale for special occasions since 2001. With Charlie's retirement approaching, we jumped at the opportunity to brew this incredible beer for the AHA's homebrew con held in Portland, Oregon during the June of 2018. We were there. Yeah. This bottle commemorates... Charlie's achievements and hard work, which has elevated the professional and home brewing to where it is today. Ooh. With a light mahogany hue, rich caramelized malt notes, and aggressive hot profile, Charlie 2018 Strong Ale will satisfy cravings from hop heads to homebrewers alike. Yeah, right. so for those of you who don't know, Charlie Papazayan basically wrote the Bible of home brewing. Yeah. It's called, was, is it the Joy of Home Brewing? The Joy of Home Brewing, and he's written a bunch of others, but yeah. That's, that's basically the, the, the Holy one. Grail. Yeah. And what's great is it's a fantastic book with all the information, and it's incredibly digestible and approachable. Yeah, absolutely. And basically, yeah, he's a great guy. The conference was fantastic. He was retiring as like the head of the Homebrew Society. Yeah, he's been like the president of it for like at least like the last 20, 25 years yeah. or something of it. He's yeah. one of the people that made homebrewing legal after prohibition they made beer making legal but only in a professional sort they just kind of forgot about making it at home and the government didn't really have any reason to keep it illegal but it just wasn't legal so you couldn't do it and like in the 70s he fought really hard for it so yeah we're gonna have yeah. this beer in honor of charlie freeing the homebrewers from the apes wrath yeah Wait, what all right i'm gonna pop my top yeah there we go all right, you get a cup? I do have a cup. And the pour. Yeah. All right, this is a kind of a... It's a nice ruby, brown beer. Brown-colored beer, There's yeah. some ruby highlights. I can see in the light here, but yeah, nice little ruby highlights. Thick, white, frothy head. Yeah, it's got a... Yeah, it's got a good, strong malt aroma with oh, definitely nice. a good hot profile. Nice, uh... Off-white colored head, nice and foamy. Steve's got in for the taste. Yeah, that's nice and smooth. Yeah, very malt forward. That's a good, well-balanced beer. Yeah, it's got a little bit of like a, like a date or like raisin kind of flavor to it. That may also be because this beer is like seven months old now. That's true, yeah. But yeah, this is a great <laughs> beer. Good job, Rogue. Rogue yeah. If you guys haven't had Rogue beer, Rogue has delicious beer. Yeah, they have a Newport, Oregon, I think. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're pretty readily available at least on the the west coast i know for certain but yeah pretty much nationwide right yeah they should be available yeah, if you get a chance out. try yeah try rogue if you get a chance to go to their uh their facility in newport the mothership holy oh, yeah. cow that is super fun that's what began steve and i's journey down homebrewing it's true we got the uh head brewer gave us a tour around there and he Completely was drunk off his ass smashed drunk you know, as a skunk and i was like if this drunk asshole can brew beer i'm pretty he sure can we brew could delicious professional grade beer steve and i can figure out some mediocre beer at home that's and right. steve literally ordered us a uh, homebrew kit while we were there it arrived like two days after we got home exactly that's how i do yeah who wants some fun facts? Fun facts are super fun facts because the fun, fun facts. All right, babe. $100 million budget. Mm. How much do you think it grossed worldwide? Mm, $10 million. 
360 million. Good for them. It was a pretty big hit. I remember people people being really excited when it was coming out, but I don't remember anybody liking it. Hmm. Uh, Mark Wahlberg joined the film after meeting with Tim Burton for only five minutes. He was so anxious to work with Burton that he agreed to play any part. Oh, how good would Marky Mark have been as one of the apes? Horrible. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sure he could have pulled it off somehow, but... (laughs) He's the underwear model ape. (laughs) Right. Uh, Wahlberg also dropped out of the role of Linus in Ocean's Eleven to do this (gasps) film. And so they had to get his doppelganger. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yep. Um, I'm also, okay with that trade. Yeah, yeah. I kind of am too. Not gonna lie. Besides, he did an Italian job a few years later. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Same thing. He got his heist film in. Oh, yeah. Um, also, in order to star in this film, Tim Roth declined the role of Professor Severus Snape <gasps> in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Tim Roth would have been Snape. I'm not going to lie, Alan Rickman killed it so good. Yeah. I can't even imagine Snape as anyone other than Alan Rickman. Especially Tim Roth, because Tim Roth, I mean, incredible actor. Oh, o- yeah. Only the best. Also, five foot two, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that, too. Also, Alan Rickman would have been so weird as Snape. If we're just swapping them. Oh, Thade? Or is Thade, sorry, yeah, is Thade? Yeah. Sorry, Thade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Alan Rickman would have been weird as Snape. Wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> no, sorry, it's Thade. It would have been uh, super weird. <laughs> this is awkward, babe. He totally was Snape. Oh, shit! Yeah. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, who played Ari in this mm. film, would go on to play Bellatrix Lestrange mm. in the franchise. Okay. Uh, Mark Wahlberg refused to wear a loincloth like Charlton Heston did in the original Planet of the Apes ah. be- because he did not want to remind audiences of his underwear modeling. Boo. Tough shit, buddy. Anyway. Boo. Um, Ari was first planned as an ape princess in the romantic interest, but 20th century Fox vetoed uh, any kind of human-ape romance, calling it weird and unnatural. The veto <laughs> stood even after Tim Burton offered to make it platonic or just implied. Good I old. think they should have had a half-ape child at the end. Yeah. That, that would have been the twist ending. <laughs> he crash lands to find out his to find out he's his own great grandfather. <laughs> yeah, he becomes the time writer. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton claimed the ending was not supposed to make any sense, but it was more of a cliffhanger to be explained in a possible sequel. Uh, so basically, he said, "Whoever is picking up the sequel, fuck you. Good luck." <laughs> <sighs> kind of like the the guy at the end of the second Planet yeah, of the Apes. Pretty much. Yeah. Planet of the Apes was set on a future Earth. This version is set on a different planet. Two moons in the sky above the ink encampment in the scene on the road to Kalima. I never even noticed that. Yeah. I just assumed it was Earth. I don't know. Yeah. What Fuck is? this movie, Steve. Oh, but not quite yet, because, babe, what did we learn mm. from Planet of the Apes? I learned there was going to be a Lincoln no matter what uh, what time frame we follow. <laughs> Ape, so Lincoln. So what I'm, th- what what I would think would have happened in that other timeline is Thade somehow escaped from, you know, someone let him out of the mm-hmm. the cell or whatever he was yeah, in. Yeah, well, like, he only had like four people convinced, as far as everybody else is yeah. convinced. Well, and uh, then he blames. So he that he murders everybody who's there. He goes out and goes, oh my god! Turns out that's not Seamus. That's this guy Cosmo. Uh, the human was tricking you. This is a false idol. I just saved us all from certain doom. Look at these weapons he obviously controlled. Not even that, babe. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Because it's exactly Washington, D.C. and everything, too. He gets out. He has Marky Mark's original ship that he crashed or whatever in the swamp. Mm. Goes down in there. Takes that. Flies through the test tractor or whatever back into time or whatever. And he shows up. You in know, the middle of the Civil War. Th- mm-hmm. And basically just comes in, takes things over, the apes take over. Marky Mar- or, you know, at some point in the timeline, Marky Mark comes back at 2029. Oh, so Fade helps Seamus yeah, yeah, the it, uprising. Basically, instead of Seamus, it's Thade. And he goes back, takes over, apes rule. He basically puts his face on all the monuments and stuff. Oh, okay. You instead know, of tearing it down, put his own th- face Thade's on Thade's not it. around when Marky Mark goes back, because that's like generations down yeah. the road or whatever, but... I don't know. Something stupid like that. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you just wrote the sequel. Yay. That's what I learned. Get Marky Mark on the phone. Uh, I also learned you mm-hmm. never send a monkey to do a man's job. 
Oh, I already knew that. <laughs> I learned that no matter how much makeup, Helena Bonham Carter is still fucking annoying. <laughs> you really don't like her. I don't. You know what? All right, I'm going to take this back. The more makeup she has on, the more obnoxious she is. She had almost no makeup on in uh, the uh, the Oceans reboot, and she was not very obnoxious in that when yeah, she true. played the uh, yeah, the, the neurotic clothing designer. Lady. Yeah, designer. That's right. Yeah. I actually did not mind her in that role one bit. I also learned one thing you don't want in your house is a human teenager. You always avoid that at all costs. All right. <laughs> we'll keep them where they're cute and we'll ship them to the grandparents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um, and of course, if you've forgotten somehow, uh, we do have a signed copy <gasps> of Planet of the Apes Visionaries yeah, that we're we raffling did. off to one of our lucky Patreon winner, uh, oh, Patreon patronizers. Um, Tim Burton should have done that version. Yeah. Well, I would rather somebody more capable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's signed by the author. Uh, Dana Gould, who uh, based it on Rod Serling's original script, written oh back in 1967 oh or it six. It was deemed too dark. Yeah. Too dark for this franchise, guys. Too dark for the Planet of the Apes. Where they blew the planet up in a nuclear holocaust. Yep. Uh, but yeah, uh, just hit us up on patreon.com slash EILF movies, and for every dollar you donate uh, as of February 1st, you're entered in the raffle. <gasps> Uh, plus, you get access to, of course, all all kinds of uh, like back episodes. Uh, there's all kinds of like art that we send out periodically. Yeah, uh, all, all kinds of great benefits on there. Just check it out. Let us know what you think. And of course, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned, from, learned movies. from movies. My wife has her amazing art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I have all kinds of movie monsters who love kittens. I have a field guide to movie worms. I've got dog art. I've got cat art. It's fantastic. Yeah. We're about to have some enamel pins up on there. Yeah. Then they're probably not going to come till March, it turns out. Yeah, but they're coming. They're so, coming. Yeah. They're just going to keep coming. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> uh, yeah. So until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.